We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. going on everybody and welcome back to no other pod as usual right i'm jimmy and he's dan dan how you been this last week uh dig it dig it my man <laughs> it's a it's a good time man it's a same old same old happy to be back with you this is if there's any norm in social distancing i'm glad this is it mm-hmm. yep it's fun time and I, I look forward to it on a weekly basis as well as our listeners do i hope so seems like they do we're, we're still getting some some good downloads week by week we see yeah. that every week and people are here yeah they love it i mean what else are you can do during like okay you go to work or you don't go to work you, you roll out of bed walk to your living room and or home office if you have one sit at your computer and work if you're fortunate enough to be able to work from home stop working from home and then what watch netflix for six hours and then go to sleep sounds sounds about right man sounds about right i need to get uh i need to put a little bitty tv on the wall in my office here or something i can just cast some things to the tv or something because i'm just kind of rolling with things on my phone right now and uh probably not good on my eyes as we get older you know yeah yeah that's true i'm you know my setup that i got right now you know i got a, a tv not too far from where i have like this temporary desk set up so right it, it works. Um, well, phones are just getting bigger. I mean, yeah. maybe next year I'll have the iPhone, holy shit, 13 or whatever, and I'll just... <laughs> so the iPhone's just going to be the uh, iPad. Yeah, it'd be like 20 <laughs> inches or whatever. That'd be great. Um, remember when phones used to be like they were trying to get them as small as possible, and they are like teeny tiny little like micro flip phones, and, Bro. and that was the trend, and now it's like, nope, get the screen as big as possible. You know, within reason. Bro, I had a Samsung slider. Samsung slider that oh, was yeah. like... Like a little four inch by four inch thing, yeah. it just slid up, and there was the keyboard, and it was so tiny. Yeah, yeah. everyone's like, "Why you got a girl phone?" I was like, "Whoa, sexist." <laughs> it's hilarious. So I'm rewatching the show Community right now. Um, yeah, about you know, you pee in your pants over there. <laughs> well, it's it's funny because the show started in what like 2009, I think, is when it first came yeah. on, and so that's that's only a year after the very first iPhone was announced. Um, that's right. And so it's funny now because if you watch a, a modern movie or a modern TV show, anyone pulls out a phone, it's usually an iPhone. And if it's not an iPhone, it's some sort of Android phone. But they all look the same. They're all these big screen phones, swipey phones, you know, that, that everybody has nowadays. And it's really funny watching a show like Community that like you think is a, it, it is a modern show, but it came from a time where he every time 
you know, Jeff Winger, the main character, is on his phone. He's, he's it's a BlackBerry, and you're like, oh yeah, BlackBerries yes, exist. I had that too. And then like everybody else, like some guy is like, oh, I'm gonna tweet about that, and he pulls out a flip phone that looks like a razor and is like doing the like classic like phone typing, and it's just funny watching. I'm like, oh yeah, it wasn't that long ago where like these were the phones that we had. So see, I had a BlackBerry Pearl because I was like, I don't want the BlackBerry. It seems a little too big for my pocket, yeah. and so I had the BlackBerry Pearl, and now I'm rocking this hunk of junk right. over here this huge iphone yeah. you know i had and my dad had a flip phone till like last year i was like hey. jesus old man what are you doing okay well i know they tried to bring back like the razor not that long ago right and uh yeah you know they they blackberry tried to make a comeback with a flip phone touch screen blackberry something or other that didn't work out well but no go i don't know fun fun it, well, that's where we're at man and i you know I watch just about everything on my phone. I mean, if I'm not in front of a TV, my phone is playing something. And I hate every week when it's like, your screen time has gone up 2%. Yeah. I'm like, how could it possibly go up? Yeah. And so when it goes down, I'm like, hey, look at me. I do that too. Yeah. <laughs> when, when it tells you like, oh yeah, your screen time is down 12%. And I'm like, that's right. It is. I don't know how, but it is. Damn straight. I didn't mean to <laughs> okay. do that, but it happened. All I'll right. take it. Maybe I had more podcasts and less Star Wars Clone Wars. That must be. <laughs> that could be too, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I never had a BlackBerry. I was sort of anti-BlackBerry for some reason, but I did have, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, well, getting choked up, missing my old phone. Uh, it's an emotional <laughs> topic. Um, <laughs> I did have what they called the Blackjack, which was like the knockoff, AT&T knockoff BlackBerry. Um, Is that a Nokia? Uh, maybe Samsung? I don't remember. All I know is well, is I liked it. It was a good phone. Um but then the, 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 when I made the switch from that to an iPhone as I had it, and I was sitting in a, like a recliner Samsung. chair at my – Is Samsung? I was, yeah. I was sitting in a recliner chair at my dad's house, um, and my phone was in my pocket, and it slipped out of my pocket. And I was like, oh, you know, I reached down to get it, and I realized, oh, shoot, it went like in between the cushion of the chair and like the arm. It like fell like into the chair. I was like, no big deal. I'll just pop the recliner chair and like grab it from underneath uh, because like the footrest comes out and you can kind of get under the chair. What I didn't realize is it fell like perfectly right into like the mechanism that opens the the chair when you recline it. So oh. I pulled the lever and as soon as I pulled the lever, I just hear this crunch and I was like, oh, that's not good. And I was able to get in there and the thing totally snapped in half because it was just Holy all up Holy cow. Dude, I... I can't believe we're even talking about this stuff, but that just reminded me. I used to, uh, to pass time, I'd, I'd flip my phone like this, boom. <clears throat> yeah. i just flip it, right? And I'd catch it. And I flipped it, and it went all the way over my hand and over the, the chair armrest and into my glass of water that was on the floor. Just bloop. There you go. And I was like, what do we do? Do we get rice? What do I yep. do? <laughs> Couldn't do that if you tried 100 times intentionally. It just is one of those freak no. things. When I was done and the phone was fine, I was like, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I think my phone only had water damage, not water damage, but like only got wet one time. And yeah, you do the thing where it's like you put it in the bowl of rice and you let it sit there for like a day or whatnot and hope that it dries itself out. Now they're making these phones basically friggin' waterproof up to like five, 10 feet of depth. So a little bit seems like, uh, uh, and like smash proof, not smash proof, but like way more resistant yeah. than they were. People without still people without cases on their phones. I'm like you're a psychopath. Yeah. Who are See, you? See, I'm I'm a minimalist, so I want to have no case on my phone, but Seriously. but I can't 
fully bring myself to do it. So I have like a very thin, clear plastic case on my phone. So it's but it's like a thousand dollars in your hand. Well, and I. And it's a good thing I do have it. I, I never drop my phone, like truly never, except the other day I was walking and this is probably the first time I've dropped my phone in like legitimately four or five years. I was on a walk and I go to put my phone in my pocket and I keep walking. I'm listening to a podcast on my Bluetooth headphones and all of a sudden it starts like breaking up and, and, and getting out. And I'm like, what is going on with my, my headphones? And I reach in my pocket and I'm like, my phone's not in my my phone's not in my pocket. Where's my phone? And and I looked back and I realized I somehow totally missed my pocket and just dropped it from like my hip down to the sidewalk. And that's why I was breaking up because my phone was way the hell back behind me on the sidewalk. Um, and I went back there and it's a good thing I had the case on because the case is all kind of scuffed up at one point, but it didn't mess up the phone itself. So, Wow. Fun times. Well, hey, if you guys have any uh, <laughs> comments on our cell phone discussion, please leave a five-star rating and review yes, sir. on the Apple Podcast app. Uh, share us with your friends. We're on Stitcher, Spotify, every podcast there is. Tell us your fun <laughs> cell phone stories. <laughs> yeah, fun stuff. Dude, did you watch any German soccer this week? Uh, I did watch some German soccer. I watched some uh, some Dortmund. They're my, my did you? Uh, Bundesliga club of choice. I watched some Bayern. Um, yeah. And yeah, it, it, was, it was a weird experience. Bayern was playing like a high school team. <laughs> Work playing i don't even remember i don't know i'm just saying their stadium looked like a high school stadium you know what i mean yeah uh well especially they're playing union berlin so they're, they're a legit team but um no i know yeah it's not like it's, yeah but but i mean their stadium's not a bayern stadium or a dortmund stadium or right or whatever um well i guess i see a lot of people bitching about the the situation i guess it's so weird J- jokes on you folks i've been watching soccer games on mute <laughs> for years I'll have music on while I got the soccer game muted. Yeah. Like it's a, I like to party. So I do both. See, I, I don't know if I'm unusual or what, but like, it really didn't bother me that much. Like I know when you're actually at a game, the environment is a big deal. Yeah. It just felt like you were watching Houston Dynamo, right? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. But I don't know. Like I get that when you're watching a game on TV, they mic up the fans and they and they try to pump in that crowd noise and whatnot. But sometimes I find that way more annoying than it is helpful. Like especially if it's like a game at you know Providence Park in Portland. I'm like, I don't need to hear the Timbers Army sing their same four chants over and over and over and over again for two hours. Oh right, just for two hours you hear. I just just drums over and over. There comes a point. It's cool for like five ten minutes and then i'm like okay i'm, I'm done like it's and, and for me it, it it almost brings a more unique perspective to the field because you're truly hearing all of the communication between the players on the field because there's no sound yeah. to drown it out yeah with, with portland it's like they're like the cantina in star wars play that same song right <laughs> i swear to god when i went to i've been to two games at, at providence park and, and one game yeah. i sat in the timbers army because skc wasn't playing so we just got tickets and just sat there um, I think it was like the Did you rock Timbers you know, gear. My brother did because Eddie's a, a Timbers fan. But I think it was like yeah, he's different. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was a Timbers Galaxy game, and it was while Zlatan was playing. So I was like, I'm just here to not root for anybody. Um, but that's right. It was weird because that was my first experience in the Timbers Army, and first and only. But like they truly do the same chant for like 20 minutes, and then they'll transition to another chant, and they'll do it for like 20 minutes, and then it's halftime. And then they do another chant for 20 more minutes. And then the fourth one. It's and weird. I'm like, what? This is, 
I, I don't know. I, I think more clubs are closer to how the cauldron is, where you got a pretty decent number of chance that you can just cycle through. But, a little variety. Switch it up, man. You don't want to get bored. Right. And I just am like... I mean, who, who's going like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to go back and be with my buddies in the Timber Army and, and sing that same song over and over. Just, I'm so pumped. In no way is that monotonous. And, and you got, obviously, like, I have my favorite chance that the cauldron does, but it, it makes it that much more exciting when you, like, it just starts and it pops up and, it, and it's more organic as opposed to like, okay, we're going to do this one for the first 20 minutes and this one for the next 20 minutes, so... Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, very funny. It's strange, but well, that's cool, man. At least we had some semblance of soccer back this mm-hmm. weekend. Um, overall, I think it's a very positive thing. Shows that Germany's doing some good things. But if you watched last week tonight on HBO, man, John Oliver had a whole take on sports. Yeah, and he mentioned like, yeah, Germany's done a good job, but have they though? Right. Uh, because like that coach broke quarantine to go buy some toothpaste. <laughs> And so now he can't be with his team for like two weeks. Yeah. Uh, some players now have the virus and they have to quarantine. Yeah, It's uh, it's not looking great. I don't know if we, we need to be rushing sports back. People are yelling at us right now. They're like, fuck you. We need sports. Right. No, I, I think we've said this before. Like for like we know it's it's a lot of people's livelihood is, is wrapped up in the return of sports. And, and, and I'm sympathetic to that and I get it. Um, but like it's not as simple. As, and, and this has really been the sticking point, not just with – the MLS players union, but with the major league baseball players union and even uh, the NBA players union um, players association, whatever the NBA calls it uh, is just the safety of not just the players, but of also all of the support staff, coaching staff, hotel staff, restaurants, staff, everybody that it would take to make a mini quarantine city that is required to have a league return in one location. Um, it's n- it's yeah. not as simple as oh the players just don't high five and, and shake hands. Well, so. it makes headlines and stuff, and makes you know puts you in the news. I I don't I don't feel like it's necessary right now. Of course, it would give us more to talk about. Right. But I'm I'm not selfish enough to where like I need sports back. But on the other hand, I'm not watching these these rerun SKC games. I don't know if you are these SKC classics. I have not been watching them, dude, because I just. I can't get excited about it. Yeah, it's it's really hard for me to watch sporting events if I know the result. Um, yeah, true. You hate that. You hate <laughs> that so much. I can't even. You're like, don't even text me. Yeah. Till I text you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if if I know that like I can't watch an SKC game or whatnot, I'll I'll yeah I'll text you ahead of time. Be like, can't watch it. No spoilers. Like I'll record it and then I I literally will like shut my phone like off everything, turn off all That's notifications. Um, do I have texts? Do people need me? Yeah, they're they're like I've gotten decent at like being able to leave texts on, but I have my phone set up so like it doesn't display the message automatically right off the bat, so I can look oh, who right. it's from and I can know like should I actually look at that or or not. Um, so that's why your red receipts aren't on. <laughs> I never have read receipts on. Yeah, I, I just yeah. it's not not ever been a thing for me. But I don't know. It's just. Um, there are only very few like classic games that I can get into, and they're more like they're things that are have like more of an emotional connection for me. Sure. Um, and they're you. I just can't get on board with this stuff. Yeah. You know? So, I don't know. But um, uh, that sounds controversial a little bit. I mean, I'm sure no. people are loving it, and that that's fine. Um, to each his own. I'm just me. I'd rather watch a show or something. You know, something new. Yeah. We're going to run out of new stuff, by the way. Like, even TV shows have shut down. No more Last Dance? That's over now? 
Last Dance is done, which by the way, I retweeted a guy the other day that said like Last Dance was absolutely enjoyable, but in no way was it a good documentary. Well, totally yeah. agree. It's it's I mean, it was all over the place. So it, I heard one of the criticisms was, and I get kind of why they did it, but there was so much, to, like it was like the West World of documentaries where there was so much time yeah. jumping where you were like, yeah. are we in 1997? Are we in 1994? Are we in 1998? Are we in 1985? Like where are right. we? Which final is this? Right. What is going on? And, and so I heard, but but fun to watch. It, it was fun to watch, and it, and for me it was enlightening because. Like we've said before, I was too young to really appreciate everything that happened until really that like 97, 98 season. Uh, Yeah. But I heard someone say like it would have been helpful even if they changed nothing else about the documentary. So like they did that whole thing where they would like show the date right at the start of a segment. But then the segments would go long enough where you would kind of forget what year you're in. So they're like even if they just would have put like a little like 93, like watermark in the bottom corner or whatnot. So you could like remind yourself, where are we in the timeline? Oh, okay. That's right. So. Because then all of a sudden that timeline thing pops up again and you're like, oh yeah, I guess we're going forward now. Right. So, and I didn't even realize until someone told me this and it was like five episodes in, they're like, oh yeah, every episode is one month in the 97, 98 season. And I was like, wait, what? And I thought back through it and I was like, oh, I guess it is. Like every episode only yeah, covered them regardless yeah. super enjoyable and i'm glad they bumped it up so people could watch sure. it like it was supposed to be released this summer yeah well and then the other criticism of it was obviously it michael jordan was involved in it so you weren't going to hear any real criticism of michael jordan like the only time they ever got close to criticizing him was when they were talking about his like republicans buy sneakers to comment and they talked about it for like 30 seconds and then he gave a reason yeah. as to why he said it and then they moved on well, hey, now there's a new uh, basketball documentary out on Quibi, which oh, yeah. is uh, timely if you want to get your 90 day free trial. I, I think mine expires in June or July. And uh, it's called Blackballed. And it's about Donald Sterling. Remember that mm. son of a bitch? I do. It, uh, for all you listeners uh, that don't remember that, that was that racist LA Clippers owner. Yeah. And I was I was a Clippers fan back then for a while. Just I think Paul Pierce played one game with him or one season, yeah. and uh, I think he was there when it happened. He played like two minutes a game. He was at the end of his career, but you know they were they were title contenders that year. And he said some racist stuff. And this is bad. this quibby thing. It's it's like twelve episodes, uh, nine minutes a piece. You know, yeah. little snippets comes out every day, man. It's a uh, it's interesting. Yeah, you should get that free trial. Cool. Good uh, good shout out. Good rec. Um, yeah chris paul's on there man yeah. deandre jordan was, big names doc rivers it was a weird time like i remember when when that was happening and having grown up in la and like i was never a clippers fan and hearing the tape but yeah but, i mean man hearing the tape and then his weird ass girlfriend calling him we're talking about her she's his silly rabbit like there's that weird quote <laughs> and then he was mad at her for like fraternizing right. with black people and it was like holy shit well and then and then there, there's a he goes on Anderson Cooper to do an interview, which was a terrible idea. And of course, because Coop's gonna Coop's gonna eat you well, up. And, and you know Anderson Cooper's like talking about, you know, somehow they start talking about Magic Johnson, and and you know Donald Sterling's trying to be like, what what is what has Magic Johnson ever done for the community? Because he's like trying to, I guess, say, hey, I'm I'm you know he's a bad guy too. I don't know why, but he started saying that. And Anderson Cooper starts like listing his accomplishments and, and, and business accomplishments oh, and everything he's done. Hell yeah. And Donald Sterling just pops out of nowhere and goes, he's got AIDS. And Anderson oh Cooper's like, 
Okay. Well, technically he has HIV, but also it's like, I love the journalism correction there from Anderson Cooper. But yes. then he's like, but also doesn't have anything to do with this. Like, what are you talking about? Dude, he was bad. JJ Reddick was on there talking about how that he was going to get acquired. Doc Rivers wanted JJ Reddick yeah. and Donald Sterling didn't want him because he was white and white players can't play basketball. And it's like, whoa, now it's like reverse racism or still regular racism? I don't even well, know. This yeah. dude was not okay. I mean, he didn't look at the black players he had on his team as people. He looked he, viewed, he looked at them as he owned specimens them. and property. He owned, yeah. yep, he owned them. The they were, it was absolutely slavery in a whole different light. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting, though. I know Quibi's kind of weird and probably won't even last past a year or so. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of already in trouble. but Yeah, but there's like a new Fugitive show coming out this summer, man. Yeah, that's right. Based well, on the and fugitive. I think Quibi's the one that has Legends of the Hidden Temple is returning in some way, like the old Nickelodeon show. Adult style. Yeah. So, that's interesting. That sounds bizarre, yeah. right? And the silver monkey. Yeah. Put the damn head on the right way. They almost got it backwards. Oh, my God. Screaming at my know, TV. Dude. You were like, I could do this. <laughs> I could be so much better. Right. You ever watched Guts? Oh, yeah. And you were like, guts. And then I'd rob Guts, man. Good. Oh, yeah. yeah. You'd climb the crag. You're like, I'd freaking climb Michael the crag. Malley. I'd be so good. Yeah. Crag became the ass. Michael Malley. Mega Crag and the Super Mega Crag. And yeah. Michael Malley's in that new show, Snowpiercer, that just showed up on TNT. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. No, I loved Guts. Guts, Legends of the Hidden Temple, um, Double Dare, all all that stuff. Wild and Crazy Kids. So, yeah. Those were all my shows. Fun stuff. Um, well, let's talk, a little, since we technically are an MLS and Sporting KC podcast, there, there's not a ton to talk about, but there is a little bit to talk about here. Um, obviously, individual and voluntary training is allowed. MLS has extended the, group, the small group and team training moratorium through June 1st. So, And an SKC player is not participating. There, yeah. Remain nameless. Yeah. Peter said there is one player who's not participating. He didn't say who it was. I haven't really done a lot of... How's that name... Not out. Like they take pictures. Well, that's what I was. Can't we just look through them? That's what I was wondering. Is like at some point somebody's going to figure it out, but yeah. But I don't know. Um, Well, we're not going to ostracize them. We're not going to bitch them out or anything for not being. I mean, I haven't. This is a literal speculation, and it might be totally wrong because maybe there's pictures of this player already out there. So if there is, you can tell me, and and I might be wrong. Yeah. But my first thought, I was like, well, who would make sense as to somebody who's not participating? My first thought, a foreign player, was Winston Reed, because he came here on a loan for half a year. It's supposed to expire in like June or July anyway. He was already battling an injury. At this point, if he's like, well, I'm not going to probably have my loan extended and we're definitely not going to be playing games by then. Like I'm not going to end up going through like the sporting KC training regimen if I'm just going to end up being shipped back to West Ham in a month. So I was going to guess someone who's foreign and went home to be with their family during this crisis or something. You know what I mean? It's possible too. And so now they're just totally locked down. I don't, I don't know if it'd be Johnny. He has his wife and kids here, you know. And yeah, Polito is here, and Johnny's here, and yeah, you know, Jared So's here. A lot of them are here, but um, yeah, I don't know. They got some roots. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the training moratorium uh, is extended. Uh, they did. The league did officially cancel the All Star Game, which was set to take place on July 29th at the Bank of California Stadium. Um, the, the league's cup, which was the sort of joint, you know, tournament between MLS and Liga MX teams that's been canceled. 
Um, and we're okay with all this, right? Oh, like, yeah. We don't really care. Yeah, and this, none of this is surprising. And the Campionas Cup, which is the MLS Cup champion versus right. the MX champion. Those are three competitions I don't give a shit about. I'm just being yeah. honest. I mean, I don't think any anyone really does. Yeah. So. I mean, it's cash grabs. Uh, I, we went to MLS All-Star Game, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Was it really the coolest game in the world? I'm not really. No. It was a, a bad 1-0 game that Real Madrid yeah. won because... They went to PKs. No, well, yeah, and like the guy who scored, I don't even remember his name because he wasn't like an actual star player. Like Marcelo played for a little bit, Tony Kroos played for a little bit, but like there was no Cristiano Ronaldo at the time. It wasn't one zero. They they tied and they went to. Did they tie? Oh, they did tie. You're right, one one. Yeah. Even worse. It started game. to rain a little bit. It was weird. even worse game. Yeah. No, you're right because I remember I, I was there as media, and uh, some you know someone asked Tim Howard after the game, and it's like. They get this question every single time. Someone's like, "What is it? What is tying against a, a world class club like Real Madrid say about the state of MLS?" And it's like, nobody cares. It doesn't say anything. It's it's like we've been practicing together for three days, right? Okay, we don't have any kind of cohesion. They're in their all. preseason. We're we're yeah. a literal all star team versus just a regular ass team from now, another league. Now the events leading up to it was great like i had a good time living in chicago and going to all those fun events right. that was kind of cool that's the but that's all it is it's a it's a attraction yeah, that's the best thing about mls all-star game weekend whatever it is that you want to call it is they do a pretty decent job with like all of the fan engagement stuff in the week leading up to it so if you're able to be there that's really cool there's a lot of access to players that you probably don't get in a lot of other leagues so that's cool right but i, I snuck into mls hq because i told people i knew andrew <laughs> weeby I uh, was not supposed to be in there. I was later told to leave. Yeah, there you go. Hey, can't do that in the NFL. Can't just walk up just, and be like, I know Roger Goodell, so I'm just going to walk in. I had a bag of food. You know, it was like leftover food. We just got dinner, and I think they thought I was bringing people right. food. This, I, this, I'm Grubhub for Andrew Weeby. Um, yeah, till I took a seat. <laughs> just started watching. <laughs> I did. What's up, Matt Doyle? Hey, how you doing? Um, right. <laughs> and then Weeby came over. Hey, guys, how you doing? Uh I don't think you can be here. <laughs> and you're like, oh, we told them we know you. So, uh, Yep, 100%. We're from Kansas. Um, <laughs> Too funny. Yeah, so I don't know. Those are canceled. There's all these rumors about this Orlando plan. and I don't like it. So here's here's what I know. There, it, It's probably going to happen in some form or fashion. Um, there's still things to work out. I don't know when a specific announcement will come. In theory, one could come as early as next week, but a lot can change between now and next week. There was a period of time where the league thought it could happen, and then there was a period of time where the league thought it wasn't happening because the players were not on board, and so then it looked like it was dead in the water. And now it looks like they're making progress on how they could make it happen in some way. So if things do keep progressing, there could be an announcement sometime next week. But dude, I heard some players say, I, I can't remember the name now. I think I heard it on Zeusy's interview uh, on the Hispanic ESPN show that they put out. Mm-hmm. And like, why would players want to forfeit some of their salary to go play in conditions where they could get really sick? Right. Or their loved ones could get really sick. And, and that's sort of, that's been what some major league baseball players have been saying too. And people have been kind of, yes. you know. Again, maybe it was a baseball player i heard maybe that's what it was there's there's definitely a baseball player who oh god what was his name um 
I think I follow you. It, it was definitely baseball. I, I don't um, remember. He was on Twitch. They made a whole lot more money. Yeah, and he was basically like, yeah. But I mean, that's what he said. Why would I want to give up my money to go play where I could get sick or my family could get sick? And he kind of got killed for it by a lot of fans and, and even some media. And I was kind of like, what are you saying makes sense? Yeah, I kind of get it. It's not like he was saying, why should I give up my money? Like, I have a contract. It's not that he said that. Right. You know, And he technically would have every right to because Major League Baseball contracts are fully guaranteed. But also, like with the baseball situation, the baseball players union already agreed to in January with the owners, whatever percentage of games we play, we'll just take that percentage of our salary. So if we play 50% of the games, we'll take 50% of our salary. Seems perfectly reasonable. Now the owners are kind of being like, well, like, actually, we want to pay you less because of X, Y, Z. And so that's where it's getting all wonky. But I I don't Hmm. blame... Baseball players, I don't blame Major League Soccer players. I don't blame any player for looking at a situation and being like, hold up, let's pump the brakes. Is this actually safe? Because for my own health, for my coach's health, for my teammates' health, for my family's health, even if my family can't come with me, when I come back, I will have been exposed to all of these different things. So my family is inherently at risk. Um, It's a little tough, man. And we're we're not doing any favors. All we do is sit around and bitch about how uh, WWE shouldn't be operating. Uh, German soccer is probably back too soon. All these sports coming back, and yet we still watch them. Like, we're supporting this anyways. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's one of those things. We're the problem. The consumer is the problem. Well, so um, have you watched The Good Place, the TV show? Not yet, man. That was That's on a list because okay. it's from the creator of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, yeah, right? Yeah, Mike sure. So I, I, this won't ruin anything, but basically there's there's one episode that gets to a point where it, it, it basically is like no matter – the point of it is like no matter what you do in the world, no matter how good you try to be, you're always helping a bad person in some way. Like there's nothing you can buy that's not going to put money in the pocket of somebody who's probably a bad person, no matter what your intentions are. There's nothing you you can't go anywhere without polluting the environment. So it's like, because of the way society works nowadays, it's just really hard to try to like have such like a, 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 a moral way to live where you're not sort of helping or enabling or doing something to somebody that's kind of a shitty person. So it kind of reminds me of like, that's an extreme example, but like, we're all stuck in a quarantine so like and we all love sports so like yes when sports come on it's like okay for like my own mental sanity i feel like i want to watch this soccer game but by watching the soccer game you're making the television networks money from their advertising and then when they're making money they're putting pressure on the leagues to return sooner before it may be safe so it's like no matter what you do it's it's tough but it's insane we did get a question um from Diamond Club SC, the supporters group in, in Arkansas, they said, you know, thoughts from the Bundesliga matches and how it could translate to MLS. Um, I think it will translate. I mean, I think that's where they're kind of going with it. Yeah. So on one hand, like Germany did way better in general with managing the pandemic than the United States did. So like. Right. They didn't have a lot of people bitching because they were forced to wear a mask <laughs> into Whole Foods. Right. I got exactly. you. So that's why they've been able to return, whether it's wise or not, as early as they did. They were in a better position to return that early. Um, I don't know. The other aspect is they're also playing in their home stadiums, and they're able to do that. That's weird. they got to travel and stuff? Well, but they're able to do that because Germany is such a geographically smaller country than the United States that, like, 
Good. You don't have to bring 1,500 people into one location and quarantine them all in a small bubble city because to go from Dortmund they are to Berlin, they're a bubble country. Yeah, it's a much, much, you're not, you're not, you're not traveling 3,000 miles. Really? So, have you been there? You've been to I Germany? haven't been to Germany, no. No, I mean, but, either. but I mean, even in like, you think about Germany or, or the Premier League in England or in France, like they talk about these, these derbies where it's like, you know, Everton and Liverpool, their stadiums are like a few miles apart from each other. Whereas the close, shortest distance derby for SKC is an eight hour drive. So, yeah, that's true. It's a lot easier for them to like sort of not have to worry about some of the same logistical problems MLS does. Even when St. Louis comes in, it's going to still it's be like, like what, five hours like, or something? It's like a three, three and a half hour drive at least. And, and, oh, and really? that's like the longest distance in a, a, a British club would travel by, by bus. Like to drive That's across crazy. England, it takes like three hours. So, well, it's interesting. I mean, to see how it'll translate from Germany to here. I mean, it's going to be super different um, on what we're seeing. You know? Yeah, it's it's like I said. And they're talking about ESPN's worldwide of sports at Disney World. Yeah. I mean, for one, that just sounds awesome. I mean, I love that area in general. But but it's going to be weird. But it won't. So like, it sounds awesome until you think about like, oh shoot. They're not actually going to be able to enjoy Disney World or the wide world of right. sports. Even they're going to be in their hotel room, directly down to the field, directly back to their hotel room, and that's going to be the life for two months. It sounds awful because <laughs> even when they went, it's it translates kind of to to preseason. Because even when they were in preseason, like that's kind of what they did, but they still went out. Right. They still went and had dinner. They still went and explored the city a yeah. little bit, got in the pool. Can't do that in Florida. No man, you're just confined to your room. That's just quarantine all over mm-hmm. again, which you're in right now. Yeah. And it just, uh, well, unless you're some of these people out there still Freedom. living their lives and, and telling people to stop being fear mongers, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, so we'll see what happens. We might get some news as early as next week. But Don Garber, MLS commissioner, did say that we should expect, quote, innovative technologies when MLS broadcasts returns. And, and he said, you know, it's not going to be anything unprecedented drones un- <laughs> he said nothing unprecedented um but well there's a word we haven't heard all fucking two months <laughs> but uh he pointed to how like nascar held a zoom watch party for their fans for the first nascar race back where they had like some nascar personalities come on and fans could all jump on zoom and watch together which i would hate but some people might like there's a limit that's like a hundred people right uh i mean i think for for some you can get like an enterprise zoom plan that has bigger options mm-hmm. i don't know how it'll work uh but he's talking about like virtual or digital fans in the stands which i also think is weird sounds dumb yeah. at least it's you can just be like that uh that 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 asian soccer league that put uh sex dolls in their stands that, i couldn't i didn't know if it was that or the korean baseball league but yeah one one of them maybe it was korean it was korean baseball yeah. league they claimed that they thought they were putting mannequins in the stands. And I was like, you look, <clears throat> yeah. you looked at these dolls. Like it's not. And every doll looks like they're screaming for a home run. Yeah. yeah that's what they're doing. <laughs> that's, that's what they're that's doing. It. <laughs> uh, ridiculous. So, Oh my gosh. Why, why is that fan over there in a sexy maid outfit? What is this? <laughs> so we'll see what happens when, when that returns. Um, in the meantime, all we have, like you said, is those, uh, classic matches that are on um we don't even have emls tournaments anymore juan cousin and alexander no. came in second place 
Idiots. Unfortunately. Idiots. We needed this. Losing to Atlanta United, which Of course. Sucks. That makes it so much worse. Well, and then MLS sent out a press release. I don't know if you saw this, but MLS sent out a press release that was like, Atlanta United acquires their fourth trophy in club history. And I was like, no, um, no, no, no. They, vom, vom, vom. Yeah, they do not get to claim this Dude. as their fourth trophy in club history. You know what, though? Little baby bitch. Cousin ended up tying this guy. <laughs> ended up drawing in like the final minutes. Son of a bitch throws his controller yeah. and i'm like oh my god i hope that shattered it was, was it franco pieces. escobar yes yeah. i'm like those controllers are 60 dollars. Yeah. no one wants to buy another yeah. one of those now i'm sure he has a lot more money yeah. to buy one of those but then alexander came on and is apparently playing this guy who's 12th in the world yeah. i'm like jesus i wouldn't want to play that it's guy like either Atlanta. i mean that's this is real shit man 12th in the world that's at fifa that's nuts that's pretty good. I do know uh, Chad Johnson, a.k.a. Ocho Cinco, wants a rematch with Cousin. Yeah. You see Diomande try to piggyback off of Cousin's popularity with Chad? Yeah, Dio needs to get out of here. Get out of here, man. Don't <laughs> piggyback. Cousin has the pipeline. Don't come in here trying to get likes. Right. All right. Yeah, go Get out of here. Cousin already beat you. Goodbye. Yeah. So, um, we do have one other question I want to get to, and then I want to talk a little bit about a couple other uh, sporting KC items and, and news and notes, and then we'll we'll wrap it up for this week. But uh, John Mares, Mares, I'm not sure how you pronounce his last name, but someone on Twitter asked um, what we thought about the new five substitute rule. And just for those who haven't heard about it, um, the International Football Association Board um, and FIFA – basically are temporarily allowing leagues the option of granting teams five substitutions per game as opposed to three. So I haven't heard if MLS would actually do this or not, but do you have any thoughts on good idea, bad idea, indifferent? I think it's, I think it's awesome. I mean, I I think it makes a lot of sense. Um, If it's gotta be an abbreviated season, you're going to be playing a lot of games and that could mean more injuries. You know, you need fresher legs Especially if they're going to try to squeeze in the Open Cup, which I'm not sure that they are. I don't see how no they yet. do it now, but who knows? I don't either. But it's like, um, it just makes sense. I, I, when I saw that, I was like, well, good. It won't feel weird. It's not like the clock stops or anything. You know what I mean? It's not like a substitution in basketball or whatever. Right. But, uh, yeah, I dig it. Yeah. So, we'll see. I mean, from a fitness standpoint, like that'll help players because – Nobody's going to be in tip-top shape mid-season form um, at this point. So that'll help. And, and yeah, just ha- as quickly as they'll have to play games, it'll be interesting. Uh, that'll also make testing that much more important, which there was an article on the bluetestament.com where um, it kind of highlighted what Peter Vermees had mentioned as far as how the club has acquired testing. Uh, he was talking on 810 radio, and, and Blue Testament did a little write-up about it. So just interesting the club has been able to figure out how to acquire a number of tests and they're also doing some antibody tests um and they're and they're going to keep providing these tests in a way so that players can take them and hopefully you know if they find somebody has it they'll quarantine them and contact trace and all that stuff but um this is this was basically when he was saying like look he hopes that skc can be a model to uh the rest of mls so I don't know. It's interesting that apparently um, sports teams are much more easily able to get these tests than pretty much anybody else. So um, Seems that way. 
Unless you're uh, WWE, they're not testing anybody apparently. Are they really not in WWE? I've heard that. I've heard their competitor AEW is testing everyone. Oh my UFC God. is testing everyone, but WWE has not tested people. And it's like, what? How's everyone just okay with that? I mean, no wonder people like Roman Reigns or I'm sure there's other wrestlers. <clears throat> excuse me. I don't know what is happening to me today. Um, there are others yeah. who who aren't comfortable wrestling. So that's crazy. Um, but anyway, I you know we'll 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 see what happens. Um, in the meantime, they have been doing these sporting game nights, which have been kind of fun to watch. And and episode four came out uh recently you about to you about to spoil i'm not gonna spoil anything because i know you haven't watched it and i and i'm not gonna spoil (laughs) anything for i'm usually so good i was just busy last night i just watched it right before we uh we recorded this podcast but what i what i will say i thought this one was was pretty funny um i don't think that none of well yeah none of this all four coaches right none of this spoils anything but one thing that i thought was real funny you see this in the preview is peter vermees figured out how to set his zoom background to children's mercy park i saw so that. i was kind of impressed with his technical abilities there does that mean he has a green screen no you can just like what? you and i right now like i could go yeah but if you do it right now it's not perfect it works pretty well like watch this i'm about to set my, my background to galaxy's edge so now i'm in star wars land Holy at shit. disneyland is that a picture you took yes that looks awesome. Yeah. And like I move and I'm like I wanna go. Oh, there's the Millennium Falcon. Like hi. Oh my god, so, I wanna go see but then you're But that's when disappears. like if you move too far, like yeah, it gets it gets wonky. But if you're just see, sitting here talking, it works pretty well. All I know is that for some reason I can't choose a virtual background because my computer is not compatible with that apparently. <laughs> but we, we zoom called with my wife's family and her dad got on there and didn't know how to remove this generic background he put on there. So it just looks like a goddamn tornado is behind him. And his wife came into the picture too. And she's like phasing out like yeah. back to the future style. And I'm like, what is this call right now? Well, that was part of the problem. Cause like Benny's a younger guy who's more tech savvy and, and he has all of the, the participants write down their answers. So Peter would write down his answer and try to hold it up, but it would just get lost in the zoom background. So Benny would always be like, Peter, I can't see what your paper says. Like, it's not working, uh, which is kind of funny. That is funny. Zoran Savage just never wanted to hold up his paper. Like the other th- really? the other three of them would say their answer, and Zoran would just be like, yeah, that's what I put to. And Benny's like, no, I don't trust you. Like, you can't just say you got the right answer and not prove it. Remember remember the time I made Carrie Zavagin laugh? Yeah. Um, because I squeezed into one of the, uh, the warm-up pennies, and I, I looked fat. <laughs> <laughs> um... Carrie was pretty funny in this. Like, to start, like, Peter and Zoran could not get the concept of, like, don't audibly say your answers right when the question, like, write it down. You're going to ruin it. And so, like, the first. That's some childish shit. Well, dude. the first two or three questions, they kept, like, trying to, like, say it. And finally, Carrie was like, guys, write it down. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> um, it's like a kid in class. It's like, now don't say the answer. Right. And they're like, 27. Right. It's like, oh, shit. Well, the other so I'm gonna I'm kind of glad you haven't watched this because I want to ask you this question to see how, if you could get any of it. One of the questions was name any of the players throughout club history that Sporting KC and or the Kansas City Wiz or Wizards have lost in an expansion draft. I read about this and Peter couldn't do Peter it. Peter got literally zero. 
And it's like, he, he said, I don't remember who we lost last yeah. year. And then he's like, oh, I remember. And then he wrote down Zendaya. And then he was like, nope, that wasn't it. You traded him after. <laughs> right. Uh, that is too funny. It just, I mean, that draft is just so stupid right. to where it just doesn't stick in his brain. He's like, it's, it is But even it is. like Latif, like that's the first one that comes to mind because like he was such a, a big loss, you could say. But how, yeah, how many do you think you could name? Um, Well, you just gave me a freebie. You would have got Latif, uh, though. Yeah, probably. Uh, you know, and then Madronda was the one this past year, yeah. right? And then uh, it would have been, uh, shit, I don't know. I see. I had two more. I had four total. Who you got? Alec Can, Khan, however you say his name, <sighs> went to Atlanta. Khan. And then uh, Seth Sinovic. He was technically drafted. Long time And then ago. traded back. And then threatened to retire. Because yeah. so, he didn't want to go. He's like, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to retire. Right. One of them, I don't remember who it was. One of them was like, answered Benny Fellhaber, and Benny was like, "I never was picked. Like, I was not drafted in the expansion draft." It, it's a. It's like I was always protected. Right. <laughs> it's a funny, funny episode, though. Um, yeah, I'm gonna watch it tonight. Oh, there was another funny question. Uh, the, the, the whole thing's like 42 minutes long, so it, yeah. it's worth watching because they all tell like crazy stories too. But one of the questions was name people who were former mls players that then became mls coaches and oh, wow. there's a very obvious one sure peter vermees and peter vermees forgot to list himself so <laughs> that's awesome yeah that's awesome okay quit spoiling okay, the whole there thing you, go. you got 40 you, now you got 41 minutes instead of 42 minutes there of content you that you can You're run the whole damn show <laughs> i'm not gonna tell you who won but the winner whoever does win um or whoever did win will face next week Tim Melia, yeah. uh, Johnny Russell, and Jimmy Conrad in the final. So, That'll be fun. That'll be funny. It'll be a fun group of people. It's pretty cool. Pretty innovative uh, way to keep people busy. I, I like that they're doing that. Yeah. I almost want to uh, – I wish we d- would have thought of something like that. You know what I mean? It, uh, it was really fun to see, like, Peter and – and like, Carrie's kind of – you can imagine him as, like, a fun-loving guy. But, like, Peter was, like – pretty loose and just kind of like having fun the whole time which is so counter to like the persona you think of when you think of peter vermese dude what if we what if we had like one person on occasionally and it was called like like stump the host or whatever you know stump the chump or whatever and uh they they just ask us questions and you and i compete head to head see who gets the best scores <clears throat> wouldn't that be funny i mean it, it's a little change up from what we do on the regular basis we'd have to get our youtube shit in order though because that's that's common that goal. would yeah we, we're still working on that but maybe we could get some you, you know, know like think our, of categories i mean some yeah. things beyond sports yeah i mean you want to do math i'll kill you yeah man i mean <laughs> our boy kobe roney he was the one who was tracking our goal differential i think for a long time so oh yeah that's our statistician maybe we get kobe to uh to come up with some some trivia questions for us and there you go that's or like a different guest host uh every week yeah, or some shit that'd idea. be funny we might look into that um that, but i mean yeah so watch that 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 that's if you haven't watched that go check it out on sportingkc.com or on sportingkc's youtube but um outside of that there's not a whole lot else going on nah man i uh, i was telling you at the beginning i was like this could ideally be a 20 minute podcast but it'll be a 45 minute podcast because i know we'll us. talk 20 minutes about old cell phones <laughs> <laughs> what 
which I don't know how that happened, but somehow that always happens. So <laughs> all I know is that I'm far away from the camera and you're super close. So you look humongous. Yeah, I am. If that's the other thing, <laughs> if we figure out YouTube, like I'd, I'd want to balance that out a little bit. So yeah, you got to back it up a little bit because you want to show people what you got on your shirt. I see you're raised Royal yeah. over there. I mean, I'm, I'm plant powered. There you go. Wait, why is, is my video mirrored? Uh, it looks normal to me. Is, is Okay, it's mirrored for me, I guess. So mine is backwards? Yeah. Well, no, I see yours. Okay. But but, but it, is yours mirrored for no, you? No, but it looks normal to you? Yeah. Okay. You can, That's weird. There's a setting in Zoom that where you can change whether it's mirrored for you or not. But what I didn't know, so I changed it for me so it looks normal, but I didn't know if that then made it mirrored for uh, you. Oh, look at that. I see it, man. Do you, do you, oh, I could touch up my appearance. What's that mean? I don't know. But what's really weird is so when I changed it to appearing normal, all of a sudden everything looked backwards to me because when you look at yourself normally in a mirror, you obviously see the mirrored version of yourself. But when you start looking at yourself as everybody else sees you, it's almost like the mirrored version of what you're used to seeing, even though it's what everybody else sees. That's so true. I was like, so my hair looks like it's parted sees. the wrong way or like my hat's going the wrong way. And yeah. You're like, that's my left hand. What yeah. the hell? I get it now. So, Very cool. But it's kind of fun. Well, dude, let's, we, we should think about that, man. Maybe we'll get a little creative or something and uh, think about something different we can do and uh, uh, spice shit up, have a little fun. That'd be fun. So we'll think on it. Um, in the meantime, you got anything else for our good listeners? No, nah, I don't think so, man. I think that's pretty good. So. Nah, you got, of course, you got a couple classic games Thursday and i'm sure a couple games this weekend as well so probably but you know check out sportingkc.com you'll see what what's uh coming out they always put up their weekly schedule but uh in the meantime thank you all so much for listening make sure you uh follow us on twitter at no other pod at dan Kuzer at jcmax03 like us on facebook facebook.com slash no other pod you can always shoot us an email no other pod at gmail.com and don't forget to leave us that five star rating and review if you haven't done so uh but yeah, thank you guys so much for sticking with us. Hope you all are staying safe. And we may have some news next week to see uh, what's going on with MLS in Orlando. But one way or the other, we will be back here as we normally are. So until then, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. And thank you so much. We'll talk to you later. See ya. Peace out. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off.
Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.